Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It started with two women. And, well, today, it's still two women. But not just any women. It's Laurie and Lynn. Who can turn the world on with a smile. Laurie and Lynn. Giving Northeast Pennsylvania local talk to start your weekend right. Suddenly make it all seem worthwhile. And now, celebrating their 10th year on the air on WILK News Radio. Here's Laurie and Lynn. Love is all, no need to waste it. You can never tell, why don't you take it? You're gonna make it after all. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm okay. How are you doing? I'm okay. How was your Thanksgiving? Um, was this, was that just, my God, it was just last week, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. It, it feels was, like it's weeks ago. It I was know. very nice. It was very nice. How about yours? Well, it was different. It was not one of my usual Thanksgivings. I uh, did what we always do to start. I drove with Patrick yeah. to Philadelphia. Right. And then we stayed there overnight at my sister's and had an absolutely incredibly wonderful dinner. I mean, it's just, it was so good. Everything about it was fabulous. And I couldn't believe that she actually made some butter cookies in the shape of, of turkeys? Ah, oh. you mean like cutout cookies or butter cookies? Cutout cookies. Ah, <gasps> oh. and I, I love cutouts. I, well, that's my most favorite Me cookie too. ever. Mm-hmm. And I can't believe that she made it for Thanksgiving because she usually does that for, for Christmas. Christmas. Yeah. So of course, I, think I, have, I ate far more than I should have. Well, I have the best recipe for cook cut cookie. You do? Oh, I should give it to you, and you should try it. Yeah, see what you I think. want to. My mother and grandmother had got it from somebody. I don't know who, know who it is, and now I use it, and it's the best I've ever had, and I mean that. And I'm a sh- love sugar cutout cookies. It's great. Yes. I'll give it to you. Okay. But that's so nice. What oh, nice it was surprise. wonderful. It was Brought wonderful. Brought you back to your childhood. Yes, really. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and as you well know, this the holidays are difficult sometimes tough to deal with because of the loss of family members that made it so much the 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 memory of mm-hmm. the day, you know, and the things that my mom did, the things that she made, the cranberry sauce that yeah. my sister made that my mom always did. And so it's it's stuff like that. And, and I think the interesting thing, too, is that I didn't really appreciate this when my sister would tell me about it. But they have a, a dog who's a basset hound. Right. 14 years old. And his name's Fred, right? No, Archie. <laughs> And Archie, according to the breed, was never supposed to live past 10. Well, he's he's still just blobbing along and he does his thing. And he's just, he's, it's just everything you can imagine. He just really waddles along and does his thing. And he grow he 
does some kind of grumbling noises when he wants to jump up on something, but he knows he can't. He can't do uh, it. So you have to pick him up. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and he absolutely adores Patrick. Oh, I don't geez. know why. But this has been since he's been a little guy, but he always wants to be on Patrick's lap. Does he let him? Uh, well, that's the point. Now you can't because my sister got some new furniture. Oh, he's not allowed up there. Huh? That's right. And none of them are up there. Okay. So they get very frustrated. He doesn't quite understand because he wants to be on Pat's lap and he always has been. But now he but can't. But now he can't. So anyway... It was interesting to watch them. And then also the other dog they have, who's um, one of those, lab, not Labradoodles, but oh, something. They are so cute. Cockadoodle like or that. something. Cockadoodle. Cockapoo, maybe? I have no idea. Cockadoodle is what roosters. I know, but it's a doodle something. Okay. So anyway, um, she, unfortunately, is blind. She's got all kinds of cataracts that just are too advanced for anybody to do anything. So she walks around into things, and including Archie, and then he gets mad, and he growls. Oh, that's like a sideshow. <laughs> it absolutely Oh, my is. God. And then my mom's cat, who oh. they inherited... Um, it's just funny to watch the cat because the cat is not anywhere near the size of the other two animals, and that cat still runs the roost. If the I cat doesn't want something and goes by, she gives it a swat, and <sighs> they run the other oh way. Oh, my God. <laughs> it surely is a circus. So, anyway, that all went was there, and Mara, my niece, was there with her now fiancé. Uh-huh. And we had a few more conversations about the wedding and some things they're doing. And uh, my nephew, Timothy, was there. And uh, we had a very long conversation about the employee benefit packages that he had at, uh, or has offered to him at Drinker Biddle, um, the law firm in Philly. So I kind of did a quick down and dirty this is what you want this is what you don't want this is what you need to do and blah 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 so you know it's one of those step into my office and i'll have a little uh-huh. chat with you so so we did that and then very shortly after that patrick and i got in the car and drove from there to uh clifton virginia which was supposed to be a three-hour drive but with everybody out on Friday and all the big monster malls that we passed, just the traffic, um, it took six hours. So we ended up getting to where we needed to be about 8 o'clock that evening. And it was 100% interstate driving. And it was I was ready to just scream because it's just so hard to deal with people who just have no respect for anybody else on the road they just do their own thing and it's scary um but did you happen were you on 95 by any oh. chance <laughs> that seems to be the, the, here yes, he goes indeed. he's singing our song in their land 95 <laughs> fast freddy's yeah, doing fast thing. freddy just showed up in the way sorry folks but <laughs> freddy's in the control room singing laurie and lynn show making up his own <laughs> he's so cute anyway um yeah. So, so it was a tough yeah, drive. 95 is wicked, no it matter where you drive on it. It so. was horrible. Okay, well. So then we stayed overnight, but the most important thing was that when we got there, we got there to see Pat's aunt, Anita, yeah, who which is, your, will be 92 oh, God bless this month. And she uh, was 
just beyond words. She was so happy to see him. Ah, and they didn't nice. tell anybody that we were coming. So when we walked in, it was a complete surprise to her, and she was just ecstatic and Aww. loved it and kept talking the whole time about how she thought she was a big shot with all of her friends because nobody else her age, that was 14 when he... She was 14 when Pat was born. Nobody else was an aunt, and just her, and she was just, you know, very happy. So anyway, uh, we stayed with them for a while at a beautiful home uh, in this town of Clifton, Virginia, and we slept overnight and then drove back the next day on Saturday when everybody else in the world decided to, to get a because jump. because of the weather. Yeah, I know. I know. And I thought, this would be great Saturday. What? That's no traffic. Oh, man. Yeah. But we went the other way. We went up 81. Okay. And there were some rural roads and stopped at one of my favorite places. Which um, is? That's the Catoctin. I, I don't know if that's how you pronounce it. Catoctin. Um, side... Uh, roadside market and bought some apple butter and some wonderful okay. jams and jellies that they make and a pie, an uh -huh. apple crumb pie. Okay. Brought that all home. We stopped in Gettysburg and stopped at a little local diner, a restaurant, and had a fun meal. Good Gettysburg time. is so pretty. It is. I it's love really it. neat. Uh -huh. And so then we got back on the road and got home about 8.15 that night and I I said to Pat, I think I'm going to stop and get some gas before we go home because I don't know what the next couple of days are going to bring. Well, so did everybody else. Oh, I got to the Sheets gas station in Clark Summit, and there were lines yeah. of people and cars. And I it was just like said, suddenly you were in 1979. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it felt like. I know. And then I said, you know, no, it, it can't be that bad. Uh, it can't be that bad because uh, if I really wanted to get myself nuts, I'd stop at one of the supermarkets and food stores and oh, really man. go nuts because at that time 8 30 at night everything probably all the shelves were gone there'd be no bread no milk no it nothing was, it turned out to be well a nothing yeah icy though i will say because as you know yes but anyway, it was a nice couple days. I really enjoyed seeing people, and at That's the end good. of the driving, it was a good thing. That's good. Yeah. Well, my boys were home, so I was very happy about that. And Tommy cooked what he made a turkey roulade for us this yeah. Christmas for my house. Yeah. And I was his sous chef, I must oh, say. Oh, good. Yes. And it was, Ina Garten said, you will never eat, you wouldn't, you'll never want a regular turkey ever again. Now, she, we made ours a little differently, what we stuffed it with, but it was phenomenal. And yeah. then the next day, Saturday, Meyer and John Peterson uh, went to the Penn State game. Mm -hmm. So I made them sandwiches with the turkey because it's, you know, like, a well, it's the roulade, so you right, cut right. it that day. Yeah. And, and then I put cranberry mayo and some ch a cheese on national hard rolls, and they said they were fabulous. So it was <laughs> the best. I'm telling you, I, I don't, it, it, you, never again. Now, Christmas, we always do filet. He wants to do Chateaubriand this year, which mm -hmm. is the same thing, but cut differently, I guess, or something. I don't know. And he's going to do another turkey. He We okay. called... Um, the butcher and asked them to butterfly leaving the skin on and take the bone out and that's how you make it okay and it worked out beautifully wow and that then tommy made amazing. his own stock with the 
with the bones from the turkey that he took with him. I mean, yes. he his cranberry sauce was on. It was he he's very very talented. So we had a great time, and then he left on Saturday, and Sean left on Sunday, like you did a day early, thinking the weather was going to be crazy. Do we have to take a what time is our break? Do you know? 46. Oh, okay. So, um, and then, of course, uh, Tuesday night I was at the Cultural Center because Broadway Theater's um, presentation of Mannheim Steamroller took place. The place was packed and I it heard. was wonderful. It, we had a great time. Of course, how- coming out, leaving, I f- fell on black ice in my driveway, wiped right out onto the driveway. Down on my right side, and I'm telling you, uh, right on your hip, huh? just her hip and my like arm, my my upper arm, because I thank God I had my arm out, and I fell that way instead of my wrist, because a friend of mine told me that her girlfriend fell and broke her wrist the same time. So, nice. um, yeah. It's just crazy. I just, it just, I had the right shoes and it just was ice. There's, I mean, nothing prevents you from sliding. There's nothing you can do. So, and of course, Johnny Lucas was in the house. That's what I heard. He, he saw Mannheim steamroller and we, we put the word out that, you know, since he's so, um, Celtic women or woman, women that he's <laughs> interested in, we'll put the word out to Mannheim. He might follow these people around too. Right, Johnny? Shaking his head. Yes. And Johnny joined us for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And he had a good time. Yeah, I asked before you yes, got here. He, he said yes. Yes, he did. And he'll yep. be with us at Christmas. He's our boy. Mm-hmm. So it was a great time had by all. Crazy little bit of a... But, you know, Lynn, I have to tell you, I stayed home Sunday and Monday and almost all of Tuesday. <laughs> Me too. I, and I loved it. I loved I every minute too. of it. I did too. I mean, I, obviously, I work. I can. I work from home, so that's the good thing. But nonetheless, yeah. not Sunday. I, I just watched football game. It was, it was really nice just to be kind of slowed down a, a little. But the weather, I, I'm glad that the rain is coming down at, at the end of the week. So this stuff should be gone um, because I'm not a fan. But what are you going to do? We live here. We have to deal with it. Well, you know what is better than these ridiculous wildfires? And, oh, uh, believe me. I mean, uh, it yes. scares me so when I, I see know. that stuff. I know it. Well, we are going to take a quick break, so we'll be yes. right back. You're listening this morning to Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Well, whatever. I mean, we are we are how we are. <laughs> Speaking of we, my name is Lynn Evans, and I am the managing director of a company called uh, Women of Substance, LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically for the financial needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I had a couple things here. I This one got me going shall we say because i don't even like the title of it but i think it's interesting that these are things that in our lifetime are no longer so what do you mean they just don't exist anymore 
I'll tell you in a minute. Uh, 40 things all baby boomers think are cool. First one is phone books. Uh, do you think they're cool? No. Okay. Honestly, these are such a waste of paper. If you really need to get in contact with somebody, chances are you can find their number online or message them over Facebook or something. That's true. Mm -hmm. But a lot of older people don't know that. They don't use that. So I still get them in the mail. They're shrinking considerably. Which they should, really. Yes. I mean um, and I don't understand how anybody can read them. Because the the print is so tiny, what is the point? Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, that's always the telltale telltale sign when you can read a phone book without the aid of glasses. Now, I can if I'm in good light. I can still read it. Well, I can too. I just yes. it has to be light lit well or forget it. But anyway, go ahead. Number two is cop dramas. Some of these mysteries are just completely ridiculous and superbly overdone. Plus, there are so many of these, they all start to blend together. They do. They do. I number still like a couple, though. Uh, number three, writing checks. I love to write You are checks. literally literally <laughs> just holding up the line when you write these out in stores. Oh, I never it's do so that. It's so much easier to carry one little card instead of a fat stack of checks. Mm -hmm. Landlines. Oh, well, you know those phones with jacks that were plugged into the wall. Yeah, you can get landlines basically for free at this point. But what's the point? Just get a cell phone and stick with it. We promise you'll be fine without them. Now, I would say that's true, except in Pat's case, he can't. He can't put all that together. He can't open up a phone and figure out how to find somebody's name in the contact list. So it's for him, it's easier just to pick up the phone, use the phone book if he needs to, or at all costs, yeah, but ask is Lynn. Is he considered a baby boomer? He's not. No, he's, he's a, not really. Right. So. But, but I'm saying this, the landline thing is still... But I like the... I have a landline. I know. I don't really use it, but I have it. I don't it. use it much either. <clears throat> the next thing is cursive writing. <sighs> cursive doesn't actually help. While it may look pretty, it's honestly an outdated waste of time, and I completely disagree. <sighs> I think writing cursively is much faster than printing. And if you learn how to do it right and it's legible, I disagree 100%. I used to get A's in penmanship. I'll have Well, me know. too. <laughs> me too. Everybody oh, says God. to me, your handwriting is beautiful. Uh -huh. said, yeah, okay. Um, the next thing they said is uh, not cool anymore are diamonds. Oh. Diamonds are supposed to be a girl's best they friend. Are. When in reality, they're overpriced rocks bought with the blood of modern-day slaves in Africa. <gasps> you can typically get cubic zirconia, which is cheaper and comes in more colors, really. Wow. These people Where is are, this from? Uh, some millennial, I'm sure. Oh, my God. China plates. What's the point of having super expensive plates that never get used? They just take up space. Well, I agree with that. I, I have no interest, but go ahead. Another unpopular opinion, they're really not even that pretty. I yeah. think they are. Well, they are, but I could care less about them. Go ahead. Me too. I, I don't even, I have beautiful, I never use them. I don't either. Anyway, all right. Crocs. Crocs. Originally created to be boating shoes, Crocs debuted back in 2002 and became super popular across America. Though boating enthusiasts weren't the only people these disgusting shoes found popularity with. <laughs> yes, they're easy to slip on. Yes, they're comfortable enough. But no, they don't look good. They look ridiculous. And I might okay. also add they smell. Uh, do they? Yeah, I hate time. Crocs. Anyway. Well, they're plastic. Well, they're horrible. Go Although, ahead. what's his name? Uh, the chef. 
I can't think of his name now. I can see his face. Mario Batali. Yeah. Well, he's wore him. orange ones. Yeah. Everywhere. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Another one. Patterned wallpaper. <clears throat> no room can escape the horrors of patterned wallpaper. Patterned wallpaper is just too busy and can sometimes be tacky. Just stick with a solid paint color. Okay. I don't know. I've seen it. And I like some of them. Others are hideous, especially the flocked wallpaper. Well, see, I, some of that, I mean, it is crazy, but some of it is pretty. It's just I would never want it. It's, yeah. it's appropriate in certain things. But yeah. anyway, go ahead. Not so skinny jeans. For whatever reason, baby boomers loathe skinny jeans. The only thing they dislike more would probably be holy jeans. Instead, they continue to rock flared and bootcut jeans because, quote, everything comes back into style eventually, end quote. I don't know. Home shopping channels. Home shopping networks are just scams that are determined to sell you cheap, useless stuff that you definitely don't need. I don't, I disagree. Oh, I think there's some wonderful things that I've seen, you know, on, on what is it? Not C. QVC. QVC. HSN. Wonderful. Yeah. Yahoo. Another one they don't like. No one uses Yahoo anymore as a search engine or as an email platform. Google and Gmail are much more reliable and modern. Do yourself and everyone else a favor and make a Google account. Don't know how? Google it. <laughs> khaki capri pants these aren't flattering please let this die disagree denim everything denim is great don't get us wrong but all great things come in moderation however boomers typically don't know much about that either all right mm -hmm. all right um jello everything Jello. Jello. That's my mother. She used to make everything in Jello. Come on. Oh, hold on a second. We're now you lost it. it. What, are you, what are you doing? That on your phone? It, it's on the phone. Yes. Oh, God. Where did you find this? Um, I don't know. I don't remember. God, it's but, nuts. Okay. Did you? Can I, let me, while you're doing that, I have to tell you, there was a, on Sunday morning, this past Sunday, CBS Sunday morning, Faith Sally did a, a commentary on um, OK Boomer, because I yes. guess, did you realize that? Because I didn't. I didn't know that. I didn't know it, but apparently it's a derogatory term. Yeah, because they're like, OK, yeah, that's right, like wearing jeans everywhere, like you have jeans from head to toe. OK Boomer. It's like sarcastic, where we get on the millennials, you know, uh -huh. like, oh, figure, millennial. Anyway, go ahead. All right, Jello can be great, but shoving Jello with ham, cheese, tuna, and anything else you can think oh. of is downright disgusting. Oh, well, encyclopedias. <laughs> no baby boomer home is complete without a set of oh, encyclopedias. I don't need that. That they probably one. got from from door to door salespeople. Ultimately, encyclopedias have become obsolete with the rise of Google, and having them in your home makes it look dated and just takes up space. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is what I have to agree. I have to agree. Well, on I this agree one. with a few of them. Socks and sandals. <laughs> Why baby boomers seem to think that tall white socks and oh, sandals are a good fashion choice. Who does that? No. Several men do. White socks with sandals? Yes. I've never seen Yes, it. I've seen them. In case you didn't know, sandals are made so you don't need to wear socks. Yeah, exactly. Stop. You just well, what about ridiculous. baseball, football players who wear socks with their slide-on Nikes? 
well, they do that all the time. There you go. And they're football players, like yep. NFL people. So, come on. Anyway, but I, I hate I hate socks anyway. So, go ahead. Here it comes. So, you think high-waisted jeans are cute? Okay, Boomer. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> That's the one. Shag carpets. Nothing says I still live in the 60s like shag carpet. Shag carpet honestly was such a mistake. It never looked nice and feels weird on your feet. I think younger generations will be happy to pass on this trend. Visors. Another thing that looks really, really dumb. Just get an actual hat to keep Mm -hmm. the sun out of your face. They make some pretty nice ones. Fossil fuels. I think I keep losing it in here because the stuff is... Dead air, dead air. Yeah, what are you doing? I know, I know. Oh, man. Okay, I lose it because it's not here. We can't do this too Well, you're well. not going to get all 40 of them anyway, yeah, so... We, we're not, no, but this one, I thought, fuzzy toilet seat covers. Oh, God. <laughs> These things look as gross they as still all the germs sit, why, they collect. Yeah, exactly. Who, that, I, I never, un, I can't understand it. I, I don't, don't either. I, I, any of that. Not that, to mention. And any, even the thing underneath the toilet. You're not supposed to do that because well, it's loaded with germs. But go ahead. But if you wash them every week like I have well, to. Well, even still. Ugh, I can't. Um, not to mention they hold odor. Please yes. do everyone a favor and get rid of these. And then records. Now, I just totally disagree because they're coming back. They are. These are actually making a major comeback yep. in today's generations. And records and record players are now being sold in stores like Target and Walmart. And they're on fr- They they're might on- be old-fashioned and a little impractical. But we'll give this one to the baby boomers. They were pretty cool. There you go. Yeah. Ironing. How about that? It's a given that clothes get wrinkled occasionally, but there are easier ways than wasting your time ironing. If it's too bad, just take it to the cleaners and let them handle it. Or wear it wrinkled if it's not that bad. Literally, nobody cares anymore. Bar soap. I'm sorry. I love bar soap. Bar soap is gross and weighs and way more tedious to deal with than liquid soap. We all know with baby boomers' weak knees and hips that dropping the soap in the shower could lead to all kinds of trouble. Maybe invest in a waterproof life alert if you insist on keeping bar soap. <laughs> meatloaf. No. As a baby boomer, odds are you grew up on meatloaf. Yes, there are some out there who still eat this. This. Yes, but. <laughs> Still eat this. I know. Um, oh, I keep, I forget keep losing it. this. Yeah, forget you it. You know we what, got the Lynn? Point. Here's the bottom line. What? It's every generation. This is just what happens. You, you think it's bizarre the way they did things. When you start realizing that you can't just sit around. Uh, the, the fact is that there's the constant criticism. Yeah. Like, let's look at the best rock and roll bands. Yeah. Okay. Yes. And most of them right now who are boomers are the best ever. That's true. Ever. They are. Ever. Did you see Chicago last night? No. Well, last night they had the The lighting of the tree. I didn't see. I forgot. And Chicago was there. I know. I forgot. forgot. And that was pretty good. Uh It was wonderful to see them. And they're all in voice and they're doing well. They weren't lip syncing. See? Thank God. You're sure? Was anybody else? Yes. Well, why do they do that? I don't know why. Gwen Stefani definitely was lip syncing. The second song she sang because they never really put the camera on her face and her lips when they were doing it. I think that's cheating. I don't know why you would be I don't know. Why would you even bother having a ceremony if you don't have the actual performers? Well, there were a lot of people there that were 
legitimately singing the songs. Okay. But even those that were there that were performing were performing because they lip synced the whole thing. Well, maybe it's because of the cold and the nah, equipment. I don't cheap. know, but it, I hate it. No, I don't like it either. Cheap but way anyway. All right. Yeah. Well, we're going to take a quick break. We have our ERA One Source Realty. Um, in the house today and Leah Jenna Copeless will be joining us to talk a little bit about what's going on in the market the time of year at Christmas and a um, little bit of their giving uh, spirit at the office yeah. so we'll be right back you're listening to Laurie and Lynn show it's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn now back to Laurie and Lynn Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I'm Lynn Evans. I'm managing director of a company called Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm designed specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And with us is one of our guest experts for the month of December, Miss Leah uh, Jenna Copeless, who is with a realtor with ERA One Source Realty, and she is the business development director at ERA. And feeling a little under the weather, but we promise we're going to cheer you up a little here, Leah. So, how yeah, are you? I'm I'm good. It's just I think well the cold weather and you know one minute it's snowing and the sun's out and it's back to this and <laughs> I just wasn't ready for it. I'm not going to lie. And to have snow already in December and uh -huh. Christmas morning's okay, but. This usually doesn't come until January. I feel like this is not going to be good for what we're going to get this winter. That could be. Right? Yeah. But needless oh. to say, we want to make sure that people keep their homes for sale and well, not worry about absolutely. the snow or the no. holidays. Yeah. So how no. are we going to get around that? So there's actually a lot of people actually call in um, and ask, like, oh, you know, what, I want to list my house, and I'm going to wait until after Christmas, or I'm going to wait until after the the holiday season and and this and that and you don't have to do that because there's first of all it's a great opportunity for you to take advantage of other people that may not be getting the message from their realtor or someone to you know telling them to wait and so it might be to your advantage to put your house on the market at this point when you know there may not be a lot of inventory like happens to be the case right now but when we do get people that do want to list through the holiday season, their concerns are, well, now I can't decorate for Christmas and yeah. I feel so bad. And, and, and that's not the case. You totally can decorate for whatever holiday you are celebrating, no matter what it is. Um, don't go crazy. We sometimes recommend more so not 30 blow-up dolls in the front <laughs> of the yard. Maybe one, maybe none. Yeah. Um, but, you know, keep it traditional. Keep it something that's not going to, like, scare the people away and be like, oh, my gosh, this is so overwhelming. So, you know, definitely deck the halls. Just don't go overboard. Because um, some homes really do look their best, too, during the holiday season when the lights are outside and the wreaths are up and there's candles in the window. And, you know, but don't overdo it. But definitely, definitely, definitely decorate. Um, another, re another tip that we've been giving to other people that ask for our advice is, obviously besides hiring a real estate agent make sure you're hiring an agent that you know isn't going away for thanksgiving and christmas and isn't going to be absentee until 
you know, January 1. You want to make sure you're hiring someone that's going to be able to help you get your home sold as quickly as possible and through this holiday season. Um, you know, that's a big thing, too, because we were just talking in the office, actually, a little while um, last week, and we were saying how the, the weeks in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, it's like you feel like you're in... Like a, on a rat, like a, a treadmill. Yeah. Well, not even a treadmill. I think like one of those mouse wheels that you just keep going oh, around. Yeah, in circles. yeah, yeah. Because yeah. it's like every time you turn around, like we have, like the we had a Christmas party one night, and you have like another Christmas party, then you have to go do this. But it is it is a fun time of the year. But it's just like it feels like throughout this entire time, it's it's a lot of craziness too at the same time. Um, but with that being said, you know we are all about giving at ERA, as is our corporate. Again, everyone, um, ERA, we're owned by Realogy, and ERA has decided this year from the top down that they wanted to um, team up with Toys for Tots this year. Um, ERA, a little bit uh, about the background of ERA and their whole giving, is they like to do this thing, it's called the 12 months of giving, where no matter what month um, it is, and it doesn't obviously have to be the holiday time, um, but even, you know, in the summer months, when sometimes, unfortunately, those are the times like the food pantries do get neglected mm-hmm. and some things get put on the shelf because, you know, vacations and graduation parties and all that. But um, we here at ERA are actually giving to three different charities just this month alone. And last month, we were fortunate to help out a family that was in need of a small crisis. And it was really great to see all the agents, you know, we sent out an email and I think by noon that day I had about boxes and boxes of children's clothes, diapers, bottles, formula. I mean, within like hours, you know, all of our agents really came together. And then we were just thinking too, with our work Christmas party, we thought it would be really nice that if everyone, you know, that comes, all the agents bring in one non-perishable food item. We have over a hundred agents. So that would be at least a hundred items that we can donate. Um, and then we also decided that we were going to give to the Women's Resource Center as well this Christmas for the women and the children. And that's also um, teaming up with Toys for Tots. We're actually a drop-off location, and that's open to the public as well. That could be for anybody. Um, Toys for Tots is actually catered to, I, I want to say it was over 4 million um, children last year that they were able to nationwide um, have opened something on Christmas. So that's something, you know, just to keep everyone in the loop. Sometimes this one toy that they're getting is the only thing that these children are getting at Christmas morning. Mm-hmm. So, Leah, you are, Leah, do you know what, what is the requirement for the toys you drop off? Do they have to be uh, wrapped, no. unwrapped, no. certain? No, nope. unwrapped. unwrapped and just mm-hmm. new and in boxes. They're okay. For books. Um, you, um, and we have an actual box right in our office at 230 Northern Boulevard and Clark Summit where you're able to drop off um, any unused, new, unwrapped toys. And we're looking for all donations for all ages, you know, infants, toddlers, teens, because again, you know, it's just nice to be able to give back because I think we're all pretty fortunate. So to be able to do this for people that don't have as much, I think it's a good feeling, especially around the holiday time, but you know, every, every day, it's, it's nice to do something like that. So we're all about the 12 months of giving, especially this month, you know, making sure that we've kind of checked our boxes and are really catering to everybody. And when we were interested in doing the food kitchen, 
some things that they really are obviously always looking for is sauce and pasta. So mm-hmm. that's something, too, to keep in mind. Leah, w- with the um, the items that we'll be bringing to the Christmas party, where where will they go? To one of the food pantries? To the where, where do you, Or didn't you designate that yet? No, that's going to go to the St. Francis of Assisi Food Kitchen okay. Okay. in Scranton. And then, we're, again, we're doing the other drive, too, for the Women's Resource Center for children and mm-hmm. um, women of right. all ages. So, Well, it's a good thing, and it's... As you say, I mean, Sunita always, and of course everything starts at the top, but she always does um, look for whether it's animals or children or families in need. Uh, She's always thinking about that and giving you guys the um, opportunity to reach out to the community and ask for help. Even within just, like you said, 100 agents, that's a lot of giving. Yeah, and I think it's something, too, you know, that our agents could be proud of that know that they're helping give to those that need it more and i also think it's something you know that makes you feel good inside you know absolutely and i think it also carries on once you do good for one and then you give to another i feel like it kind of goes down like a domino like a chain Mm -hmm. of events type of thing so i do i'm pretty pretty happy with the turnout we've had i mean even the toys for tots as soon as those boxes went up in our office so many agents had already gotten stuff and brought stuff in and like we're already we already have one box filled so we actually had several boxes be dropped off just because we knew you know like the our agents really are great they're such team players and they really do come together and same thing with the feed a friend that we did in november i mean we are just we had a great turnout for that as well which was so which was so great well it's a wonderful thing and um as far as getting back then to business during this time of the year um leah people who say your house has been on the market for a couple of months or say a month and now it's christmas do you find that there are uh customers or excuse me clients and um buyers who say or sellers who say i don't really want as much traffic Do do you hear that and then recommend differently or does it really just do they just want it sold and there's really no need for that conversation um, I, I really never had that come up. Yeah, me I mean, either. maybe th- there was like a one time last year that, you know, I had a showing on a Friday night and the family was coming in. I wanted to say it was like the Friday before Christmas. Um, and the realtor just said to me on the other side, do you mind if we either do a first thing Saturday morning? Because mm-hmm. the whole family's coming in. And they're going to do like a pizza night tonight. And that, but that, other than that, that was really it. I mean, if you want your house sold, you want people to come hey, through. Because right, right. You might be missing out on this person having like a deadline or, you know, that's another thing too. Like as much as someone wants their house, I mean, obviously they'll do what they can. No one's just going to buy a house to buy a house if they don't like it. But sometimes people are in for a certain time frame and only have a limited time to find what they're looking for because they may be relocating. They may be, you know, their house may have sold and they need to get into another Right. So there's a number of reasons. So, no, I've never really, we've never ran into that, just sometimes conflicting-wise, but that can be any time of the year. Well, I always say my very first house that I ever sold in when I started in this business, and I was living in Philadelphia 31 years ago, was on Memorial Day. And everybody was saying, oh, you know, I took some floor time because I figured, what the heck? And lo and behold, it was my first call and I sold my first house. Nice. So that, that you just, you're right. Like, I know Memorial Day isn't Christmas, but nonetheless, it's still that it's I took the time. It's the summer. Yeah. 
Yeah. People are away. Exactly. So we, it, it worked. So yeah, yeah, especially in Philly. You're right close to Avalon. And yeah, they're gone. Awesome. People, people all the time. Right yeah. Got it. Well, tell everybody how they can get in touch with you. Sure. I could be reached at 570-587-9999. That's the office number or personally 570-947-9250. You can reach all of us at ERA at www.era1.com. All forms of social media, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. And if you're looking for anything, we have seven different offices and we do cater to 10 plus counties throughout Northeastern Pennsylvania. So we are all over. There you go. Well, thank you and happy Merry Christmas to you because this is, is your your December uh, debut here. So, yeah. or your, just, what's the word I'm looking for? Not debut, but yeah, yeah for the month. That's right. Deletion parties last month or something. <laughs> exactly. So um, I'll see you at the Christmas party. Absolutely. And thank you. Thanks for all your time. Happy holidays, and everyone. Thank you. And uh, everyone, um, thank you for listening. We'll see you next week. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. (laughs) 